grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today is from John chapter 15. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. This is the text. Dear friends in Christ, count your blessings. I have heard this saying all my life, sometimes when good things have happened to me, and I've been reminded that good things are to be counted as a blessing from God given to me. But I have also been told to count my blessings when bad things have happened. As a young man, I was told to count my blessings in the face of something bad that happened to someone else. It was in gratitude that the pain or suffering that they had did not belong to me. For example, I remember one time driving in the city of Regina. Our family was there for Christmas shopping. And we passed an intersection where a few cars had crashed into each other and were badly mangled. As my young eyes surveyed the scene, I remember my mom's words to dad. Count your blessings. It wasn't us. In truth, I was glad it was not my family that crashed into another car. God had blessed us by keeping us from that crash. But had he decided to withdraw his blessings from those who traveled in those cars? Do I count my blessings that it was not my sons or daughters affected by that crash coming out of Humboldt? In truth, Christian families were affected by that crash. The coach himself was a professing Christian, according to my knowledge. When good things happen, we are quick to count our blessings. And when we avoid pain or suffering, we are glad to count that as a blessing. But what about when pain or tragedy strikes? What about when our bodies fail, our marriage fail, our strength fails, our heart fails? What about when trial or tribulation comes knocking at our door and throws our family into disarray, our marriage into turmoil, our lives into chaos? Are we so quick to count our blessings and say, or to say, God, where are you? Do you not care about what I am going through? I know that all of you have suffered in some way or another. And when you think about those times, was your faith challenged? We certainly have a tendency to see trial and tribulation as a curse or possibly that God is ignoring us or has forgotten us. But looking at the text today from John, we must ask the question, could God himself be behind our trials or tribulations from time to time? God himself, can he use pain or suffering as a blessing to you? It seems strange to even consider it, because is not God supposed to be the giver of good things and give us good things? Yes, he does. He certainly does give us good things. But God does not just give us good things. He does what is best for us. Very often we think we know what is best for us, but in truth we don't. In our sinful nature, we would gladly abandon all that the Lord has given to us. We would give up faith for fun. We would pass on peace for passion. We would give up goodness for ill-gotten gain. We would trade self-control for self-fulfillment. And we would overlook love for lust. It is for this very reason that the master vine dresser must prune you, you who are grafted into the true vine. It seems strange that God would be doing something beneficial for you 
that hurts. But that is exactly what he does. Not unlike when my children were young and refused to eat their vegetables or did not want to go to church or needed to be told you have to stay in and do your homework instead of going out to play. If I simply liked my kids with no regard for their future, I would have gladly said, go ahead, skip your vegetables, skip church, go and play, whatever makes you happy. However, I love my kids. And so I had to look not at the outcome of the day or how they would think of me, but the outcome of their lives to give them something painful in the short term so that they might have a blessing in the long term. At times, this may not, may not make sense to us, but as Jesus says in the gospel lesson for today, each branch that does not bear fruit, the Father takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Either way, God is taking something away, either the fruitless branch or for the branch that bears fruit, the bad portions so that it bears more fruit. If you have ever seen a tree or an orchard after pruning, it looks a mess. And those times in your life where you have trial, your life may look a mess. But the Lord does not prune you to make you look good. Not good to the world, not good to the public, not good to your family, not presentable. He prunes you for fruit. He cuts away the dead stuff so that you would bear much fruit. And the reality is that getting pruned Getting cut hurts. We as God's people can question God. Why me? And we become angry or confused at times, and we want an answer to the question, why me? Is it that God doesn't like us? No, he doesn't. He loves you. We can bombard him with questions like, why me, or are you paying attention to me? But he comes back with a question of his own. He says this, do you trust me? God has the long term in mind. He wants you in heaven with him. And now that you are grafted to his son, the true vine, he wants you to stay there and bear much fruit. Jesus says, I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, it is he that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If you are not in Christ, if you are not a branch on the vine, you can do nothing. But dear friends, you are grafted in and the Father prunes you so that you may continue to abide in the true vine unto life everlasting. In the moment of our pain, we see our pain as a curse. And we may not recognize that it is God himself pruning us so that we may continue to abide in him unto life everlasting. But we can only abide in Christ because Christ first came to abide with us. To abide means to dwell in, to live with, to be present for. Christ Jesus gave up his throne and his crown, his heavenly home, his place with the Father to abide with us in this cursed by sin-filled place. Christ came to live in the flesh, and it was in the flesh that Christ redeemed us from the curse of sin. Our inability to keep the law or produce fruit of any kind, Christ did this in our place by becoming a curse for us. As God told his people in the Old Testament, cursed is the man who hangs on the tree. 
Our Lord Jesus Christ grafted our sin into him, took it into his own body and died on the tree so that we might be forgiven for all of our sins. And now in the waters of baptism, we are grafted into him, the true vine, to abide with him by faith unto life everlasting. I have heard Christians in the anguish of their pain ask me, what does God want from me? Dear friends, God doesn't want anything from you. He wants you because he loves you. He wants you to come to the end of your life with your faith in him intact so that you might pass from this veil of tears to an eternity in his presence where no more pain or tears or sin or sorrow or death can touch you ever again. To count the blessings of God would be impossible for they are innumerable. But we can still distill this down to one precious gift. He has grafted us into his son. We, the branches, are grafted into the true vine so that we might live forever. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.